Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Wrestle Culture. God save our wrestling, long live our wrestling, God save wrestling, Sand Hook victorious, Bob Rude is glorious, <laughs> Roman reigns over us. God save wrestling. Have you been watching that conservative MP? In <laughs> <laughs> Yours is a combination of William Regal uh, being yeah, released. I see. And yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the national anthem. Every, after every BBC programme, what are you talking about? Anyway, I'm I love a, how all of our viewers in America will be like, oh, that's nice. They're starting with the national anthem. Not getting the <laughs> complete joke oh. behind it and the complete Hang difference on. between us singing the national anthem and you guys doing it. We should, we should balance it out. So therefore, for our American listeners. And God bless the United States. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture. We did patriotism. <laughs> by Phil Jameson, Andy Murray from What Culture to discuss all the goings on in wrestling. Well, I was going to say this week, but for the past few weeks, basically, we've been a bit off. But we are back now, uh, and if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Wherever you Raw, SmackDown, NXT 2.0, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views or premium live events, whatever you want now. <laughs> Uh, we have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week, complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Phil and Andy, uh, and we had a bit of fun at the beginning there, Andy. But it is a week tinged with sadness. Lots more WWE staff releases: Road Dog, Timothy Thatcher, uh, a whole list of other people that we will talk about. But I suppose the two biggest names this week are, of course, William Regal and Samoa Joe. I know, because we not go a bloody month without them <laughs> swishing the Happy rapier. New Year, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I had some good feeling towards WWE this week. Literally, I was like, oh, day one was really good, I thought. <laughs> yeah. Raw wasn't terrible. NXT New Year's Evil was really enjoyable. I was like, tell you what. Maybe this is a, a you know a, a turning of a new turning over of a new leaf for W. Oh, they've released a lot of people. It lasted until Thursday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, what four days into the year? 
yeah, not not to make light of the situation, but you know, you got to laugh, haven't you? It's a near constant. You thing. Don't laugh, you cry. This, this <laughs> is it, and and going by the reporting on this matter from from some outlets, it seems like these NXT cuts are going to be quite a regular thing as they look at various people and think, can they headline WrestleMania? And if the answer is no, it might be off you go then. As if everyone in the name of history has ever headlined WrestleMania, you know, all the good. Uh, you're not a great wrestler or even a good wrestler unless you've headlined WrestleMania, but the bulk of them obviously are non-wrestling people. William Regal, like, I think we're almost beyond the stage of, whoa, that person is so talented. I can't believe they got rid of them because they'll cut anyone. They don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not Roman Reigns or, or Vince, uh, like, <laughs> it doesn't really matter how talented you are. You're, you're dispensable. Um, but Regal just seemed like a lifer. Like, he'd been in that role for what, like, or various roles for, like, 20 plus years mm-hmm. and when you saw his name kind of come up i think it was sean ross Sapp who reported it on his, on his twitter it looked like he typoed it <laughs> and <laughs> somehow misspelled an entire person's name <laughs> um bewildering certainly uh the guy's obviously very well thought of in the wrestling business he won't struggle for work and uh I, I imagine finding william regal yeah w- what are they doing I can't get over the fact it's not just it's not just Regal, it's not just Joe, it's not just you know to a certain extent Road Dog. I know he's rather divides opinion. Timothy Thatcher, Danny Birch, from a developmental place that is primarily now focusing on really green guys, yeah. very very new people that they desperately need to train into these new positions, and then. Let's get rid of all the trainers. Was Norman Smiley one of them as well? Oh, God. And it's like all these people that are really highly thought of from the WWE development days. It's like no one that's come up through the ranks in NXT recently has bad words to say about no. like William Regal and like Norman, Sm- Norman Smiley as well. Like, And it's like William Regal, man, 22 years he's been in the business. Like get rid of all of his like just actual in-ring, like his performance side of his skills, like the behind the scenes stuff, the amount of incredible talent that he scouted for that company that have gone on to do massive things in that company as well. And there's like so many plus points on the William Regal list of why you would have this guy in your wrestling company. And he takes every single goddamn one of them. And then you go and release him just on a whim. And on all of this, on the same week, that uh, they have Bron Breaker kick the old NXT logo <laughs> to pieces on his entrance on the most unsubtle way that you can possibly imagine. Of Was saying, that symbolism? Screw you, Triple H. <laughs> Was that meant to this be is dead now. <laughs> yeah, we often do this whole real reason things, and sometimes I think it's fair to admit that it's more speculation than maybe actual oh, fact. Yeah. Yeah. This one was just like, yeah, this is definitely anyone who's ever been friends with Triple H yeah. is getting out of NXT. Yeah, see you later. It was like when that when that when the uh, report came out officially saying pretty much officially saying yeah. that. I was like, oh, good, because people have been saying this for months and months, and it just kind of proves it right. I, I think the thing that shocked me, you know, alongside the, the you know, the, the loss of, of Regal and Joe and what have you, is the story of Kathy Carino, aka oh, Alice yeah. in Danger. I, that was one I read on Twitter, Aye. and I couldn't get over this. She's uprooted her entire life, not just her life, her family's life. Yeah. She's been there for, what, three months? Three months. You know, you got through, it's a difficult time with COVID, when is it not? Um, you know, you get through Christmas and, and, you know, your kids are presumably starting at a new school in January. She and then was you get uh, fired on her kid's first day of school. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, it's just outrageous, isn't it? That's wild. Yeah, yeah. Like, these these people that they employ are just, just lines on a spreadsheet, aren't they? Like, it's yeah. so cynical. 
three months in that job, and then the the statement they releases we're going in a different direction for NXT 2.0. Well, she wasn't part of NXT 1.0. <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking about here? It's it's so wild. Uh, I think Hideki Suzuki's another one. Like, yes. he moved yeah. from Japan for this job in February last year, so he didn't last a year. And then they bring him there on New Year's Evil. Yeah, he was on TV, and then five hours later, they were like, "Hello, friend. Bye." It, 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 ah, it, it's kind of, it, that's the kind of stuff that when you kind of think about it, it winds you up. Yeah. Because business is business, whatever, whatever. But there are human beings behind these decisions. They're, they're not just a salary on a spreadsheet that you need to save for budget cuts or whatever. Mm. It's frustrating times. Mixed emotions about the Samoa Joe release. I mean, it's the second time they've done it, of course, yeah. in the last 12 months. But having said, obviously, it's all awful that people get released. He ain't going to struggle. And hopefully... You know, body willing, yeah, he will be back in a ring soon enough. Yeah, definitely. And it's like, especially now, if he gets to go out there and like choose where he works, he can work a limited schedule to whatever his body allows him to, yeah. or to what he feels comfortable doing. And he'll probably be put in really big spots and really good matches and have a really good fun time doing it. And he's already been on Twitter saying like, "This isn't the end for him," and he's like excited about his own future going forwards and things. So hopefully, like. It's a guy like Samojo. He's going to land on his feet. There's no way other companies don't pick him up. Yeah. I saw a great uh, response on YouTube to our news video talking about this today, which was that MJF should use him as a special weapon against CM Punk. And I thought I couldn't think of better booking <laughs> That's a good show. like that. Yeah. Do you think we could see him popping up in AEW? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no way that Tony Khan isn't a massive Samojo fan. Yeah. Like, what we know about Tony Khan is a massive wrestling nerd who watches everything from Mid-South to classic ring of honor all of that stuff there's no way he isn't sitting there going oh brother tony uh, samojo is available this yeah. is cool like even if maybe samojo isn't quite the athlete he was like 10 years ago or whatever there's still so much you can do with a guy like that knowledge especially when you've got a guy like that who then can go on and sort of maybe pick and choose his own storylines a little bit have yeah. a bit of creative control over what he does how he's bought in who he wrestles and then you can pick those moments to go in and like he can come in like a goddamn powerhouse yeah. and just like <laughs> run through someone or something. Like there's a lot that's quite exciting there about Asmoa Joe who has a little bit of uh, say over his own destiny in yeah. wrestling. Astonishing. I said this to Andy in the news today. Astonishing they never put a main roster world title on him. Yeah, absolutely. How many mental. years was he there for? Like fair few years. Like they, yeah. they passed that title around enough. Six. Yeah. I want to say six thereabouts. Yeah. I know obviously he did stuff in NXT on multiple occasions, but... So he's been a guy that's been close, but never quite yeah. there. But he's also been a guy where they're just like, oh, God, we need someone desperately. How about Samoa Joe? And then he goddamn knocks it out of the park and has an amazing performance. So it's like, why would you never take advantage of, like, full advantage of this beast of a man that you've got? Makes no sense. Yeah, the obvious one for me with Joe was when him and Brock were feuding. Was it for Great Balls of Fire of, yeah, all, yeah. of all pay-per-views? Like, he got so, he so choked hot. Brock out on the ramp, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, like, that feud was so great, and the crowd were so into it. And it was just like, Brock's winning here, but you've got to change it, lads. Yeah. Like, this is this is catching fire. And they just didn't. I think the match was, like, six minutes long or something. And it's just like, uh, Brock could have Brock, right? But... It was a real shame when they didn't do that. I think after that, for me, he obviously had things like the AJ Styles feud and Wendy Styles and all that stuff. <laughs> um, but, like, I think after that Brock feud, the writing was kind of on the wall as far as his main roster ceiling goes, unfortunately. Yeah, I hoped for something, you know, when he was the AJ Styles stuff. But, I, yeah, I wasn't sure at that point. So speaking of Brock Lesnar, he's now WWE champion. <laughs> um, what do yeah. You 
in in a phenomenal uh, match at day one. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we were talking about this on the SmackDown preview, uh, me and uh, Hamflet earlier on today, about how often WWE has something awful happened to it. Obviously, Roman Reigns testing positive for COVID, now thankfully medically cleared uh, and ready to return in time for SmackDown tonight. Uh, fantastic news, that particularly because of Roman Reigns' medical history, of course. But that happens, and they go, oh, bollocks, what are we going to do? And then they pull out that bonkers fatal five-way, and now you've got Brock as WWE champion, and now you've got even more <laughs> of an intriguing path to these to, to Roman and Brock meeting at WrestleMania, one would assume. It's wild, isn't it? You wake up on Saturday morning expecting Big E to retain or whatever, and suddenly he's been beaten by Brock? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, yeah, this is... This has clouded the waters a little bit ahead of ahead of uh, WrestleMania for him and Roman, which is really good stuff because while I'm sure whatever they would have done at day one with Brock and Roman would have been good because the feud's been good so far, um, it is just a little bit more interesting for sure because now it's like, well, what happens to the title here? Does Bobby Lashley get it back? Oh, getting Bobby like, versus Brock. Yeah, at the Royal Rumble. That's really cool as well because Lashley for years has been like, I want to wrestle Brock. Let, let me wrestle Brock. Guy. Guys, can I wrestle Brock, please? <laughs> Finally, he's getting it. That's really nice because he's had a really great couple of years as well. So, yeah, the match was a lot of fun. It was literally, it was like psychology, uh, moves <laughs> let's just do moves it was ace it was so much fun they just bombed each other after and after and over and over and over again uh it was a blast it was like just eight minutes of chaos it was like a gif fest um sucks for biggie for sure yes yeah that that's obviously the other side of this coin at, at no point in his title reign did it feel like they were trying to present him as a star on any level well, if he wins the rumble if he wins the rumble he his can face bobby promo on raw i did really like because it felt like he was annoyed at this situation as yeah. well, and he felt like there was a bit of a fire in his belly for this. And hopefully if he can kind of catch fire a little bit like that, maybe that does lead to something a bit better and then a second title one that's yeah. better than the first because this one was underwhelming at best, which yeah, is kind of sad and not what any of us wanted from a Big E title reign that everyone was so goddamn desperate for, and then they do this with it. I'm not going to suggest he's someone who's going to, you know, polit politic his way yeah. uh, into it. But I can imagine, <laughs> I, I, I would love to think that he's gone, all right, seeing as we all backed into a bit of a corner here, I'll drop the title, but I'm going to need to win the Royal <laughs> Rumble. <laughs> yeah. He is like a really uh, a great shout for it now, I'd say, because he's someone who, you know, if you'd have asked us in the summer before he, or not even, maybe before he even won the Money in the Bank briefcase, we'd have been sat there going, he's probably a, a fair contender. And then you're like, oh, now, but the world title makes it difficult. Then you've got to take it off him and stuff without making him look weak. That didn't make him look weak. He's Brock, Brock <laughs> Buddy Lesnar. So now, in terms of, like you say, a second go at this, um, whether it be him and Lashley, who've already produced some really good stuff or wherever they decide to go, um, it's going to be really interesting. And like I said, we're getting one-on-one -on -one Bobby versus Brock, Lesnar versus Lashley. Oh, it's going to be tasty. It's going to be very good fun. I do really like this version of, like, farmer Brock Lesnar as well. And he yeah. just seems, <laughs> like, weirdly happy and everything. He's, it just feels like he's having a ball with this character. And now with Paul Heyman being back to, like, full-on advocate mode on Raw, like... Or just, is he? Or is he? Ooh. He still thinks time to change. But just Paul Heyman in full promo mode is always fun to watch. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be fun no matter what. But I do hope, like, like you say, before the money in the bank... 
but Big E was the one that we were all pitching to beat Roman Reigns at Mania in the main event after winning the Royal Rumble. <laughs> so maybe we'll somehow get back to that, but they probably shouldn't need a do-over with this. No. Probably should have just done it right the first time. <laughs> yeah, it was iffy, certainly. I mean, it's always awkward when you have to give a baby face a cash-in win and what have you, but I think they handled that pretty well. It was just... They just, I, I never get this. They often do this. They put a title on someone who isn't a Roman Reigns or a Brock Lesnar, book them awfully, don't yeah. let them main event pay-per-views, and then go, hardly let him. I can't figure be, out whether or not getting over. Defend the belt. Like, it was. Give him a lot of losses nothing. on TV yeah. and stuff like that. And it's like the nature of the the Roman Reigns match at Survivor Series was such a letdown as well. I know, like, a lot of people don't want to hear this, but, like, <sighs> The, the, the way Roman Reigns beats people, theoretically losing to Roman Reigns is no great shame, but the way Roman Reigns beats people is very clear. He usually uses interference from the Usos or Heyman yeah. or whatever, whatever, and that, quote-unquote, protects people. He just beat Big E clean. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. don't get me wrong. And of I, all the times that you've got a chance to beat Roman and not have to take the belt off him, yeah. it's in Survivor Series when you're doing the brand versus brand bollocks. Exactly, <laughs> or exactly. Or just, just to have, you know, go, oh, well, you've got Usos and you've got... Roman yeah, Reigns, right. and you've got the New Day on the other side, why don't we just, I know we're supposed to do champion versus champion, but no one cares and no one really places any emphasis on it anymore because yeah. Survivor Series is just dead. <laughs> yes. So let's just have a mad six, man. That'll be way better yeah, than what we got. Better. It was literally like the worst thing you could have done. Like, uh, put Big E over Roman, show some balls, show some yeah. courage and try and make a star. It's like Roman is over to such a level that he can take that loss. It doesn't matter. Like, uh, 90, not 90, a high percentage of his wins are bollocks anyway. It's interference and stuff. So it's like... All the top rope breaking. Yeah, yeah. Like, if that doesn't harm him, if those tropes don't harm him, him losing the Big E's not going to harm him either. It's just, I don't know. Like It makes you feel like this Roman Reigns, they're building him up and building him up and building him up and then building him up some more and some more and some more to be this unbeatable monster, even if he like does use interference or anything like that. He's not been beaten in bloody ages. Yeah, Are they actually going to let anyone... New I don't think they know. I don't or are they, they just gonna put Brock over him <laughs> and like have it be done with? Goldberg. Goldberg. That's the answer. Like, it's I, gonna I, be I've Goldberg. Got a bad feeling that this is gonna end in some real disappointment where they're not putting over someone new and someone yeah. fresh. It just yeah, if it, well, it got such an opportunity to put someone over massively with this. It can't be that you go build this guy, build this guy, but who's gonna beat him? Oh, I don't know, someone will come along. <laughs> not the way yeah. you book. He's too strong now. <laughs> I say the, the, there have been various times in like WWE history where they've 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 done a really good job with like a heel champion on top and and uh, they've had the belt for a long time and they look great. Roman's that at the moment, but they're never really that good at finding the next guy up and yeah. that leaves them in situations where they have to do a money in the bank cash in or they have to do Goldberg <laughs> or someone because <laughs> they just haven't put the effort in to establish someone else. It's a real shame. I wish it was Big E. I don't have any faith in it being Big E or anyone like that. I think it's going to be Brock. <laughs> so and look, I like Brock, but it's... Not the best way to yep. pad out your main event scene, is it? <laughs> no. Um, one person, I suppose, who could be brought in to defeat him is someone who is making the move from NXT UK to NXT. So they're a lot closer now, Phil Chambers. That's Walter. This oh. is exciting, but there's also a lot of doubt hidden behind this one. <laughs> I think we all love Walter here. Like, everybody does. It's, he's absolutely a fantastic wrestler. Uh, You've so worked entertaining. With him, you? We've worked with him loads of times. He's so like different. He stands out. The way he's presented is it's all fantastic. But he doesn't look like what Vince wants wrestlers to look like these days. He is not like the NXT 2.0 kind of people. <laughs> How he's going to fit in on that show? I've got no <laughs> idea. We've just talked about um, 
What was their names? Uh, Carino, can't remember her first name. Kathy, Kathy Carino. Kathy yeah. Carino and Suzuki moving over and then leave, like getting fired straight away. If he's like, he specifically said ages ago that he wasn't going to move because he wanted to stay over in the UK or in Germany or wherever he lives. And now he's finally making that move to hopefully do something big in WWE. You can just see in three months' time, this could be the end of this. Yeah. It's like, I don't want it to be. Don't get that. Like, I really, really want him to do really well and get up onto the main roster and have a massive push. But yeah, <laughs> it's just such a weird proposition, isn't it? Walter and NXT 2.0. Because like Walter's been great whenever he's been on normal, normal NXT, the old NXT. Because yeah. he always came off as like the one guy, the one guy in the entire WWE system or the NXT system. Sorry, who had a certain degree of just being able to be him. Yeah, like they didn't really change anything, and they were like, sure, you can chop people's. Yeah, yeah his match style. All of us, yeah. when he first started, we expected him to tone that down quite a lot. And he'd like, look at the bloody Dijakovic matches. You know? Exactly. <laughs> he didn't like, tone that down at all. He's like ripping people's flesh off their uh, off their chest and stuff. And he appeared to have a bit of freedom in that regard. But is he going to have that in 2.0? Like, it's yeah. a completely different world. And they had the great trios match this week on, on TV, which was a lot of fun. But I just feel like they're going to give him some stupid gimmick. Him and the rest of Imperium. Like, even look at someone like the Grizzled Young Vets. Like, the, getting them right is so easy. They have good heel-style matches, and Zach Gibson cuts obnoxious promos. Yeah. Now they're guys who steal phones backstage. <laughs> Dakota Kai, tremendous pro wrestler, is like the Joker or something. Like, <laughs> it's just like a Primark version of the Joker on TV at the moment. Raquel Gonzalez went from having this kind of like diesel-like aura, this presence, these pro wrestling intangibles that you can't teach, to being neon person with bicycle. It's, it's, <laughs> it's she's got a diesel aura, and that's just the fuel that goes into a bike. <laughs> the diesel refers to now what she's putting into the Earth's atmosphere with that motorbike. It, it, it's it's just it's it's so weird to think what could come of this man. I think he, he's fantastic, but. I just, I worry about him. It's the Survivor yeah. Series thing, isn't it? When yeah. he was on the Survivor Series and they were just like, well, you're first yeah. out. Yeah. It's, I, I do think he could have quite a fun match with Bomb Breaker, though. I'm not going to Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, I think that, that would be, be really riot. entertaining. <laughs> That'd be a and riot. And it does bring us closer to, you know, Walter on the main roster. As, as much as I'm terrified by it, like the dream matches you could have on there of like, just pick, like you say, big guys. Yeah. Brock versus Walter. Even little guys, Walter versus Ricochet. Yeah. Like, bloody yeah. amazing. Just watch him slap Ricochet across the ring 10 feet. <laughs> what do you think, that, speaking of, of NXT, or specifically NXT, to oh, Andy Murray, um, what does the future hold for, for that brand? Like, what, 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 I think we even talked about this at the end of last year, of what it's going to look like at the end of 2022. We've got Braun Breaker, obviously, new uh, NXT world champion in a re- well-deserved Really enjoyable match towards the end uh, against Tommaso Ciampa at New Year's Evil. But we talked about it being gutted of any Triple H influence. <laughs> We've talked about Vince and his ways, and he's, you know, he's got clearly got his fingers in a lot of pies there. Like, what, what, uh, can you even predict what's going to happen with this show going forward? It's, it's impossible, isn't it? It's impossible because the past few months have told us that they will just release anyone. <laughs> like, you, you can be under contract for a couple of months and they'll let you go. Like, Take someone like like even people like Hit Row were moved to the top, mm. moved over to the main roster, and then just let go immediately. Um, there are people like Anthony Henry who they signed at the start of the year and then let go like six or seven months later. I, it's so fluid and so ever changing. And now obviously they've got the next in line program, which isn't like like the the fifteen or whatever people that they they brought in for that aren't like they're not 
sitting there ready for TV or anything. They're just kind of like on like a little retainer thing or whatever. But it does appear that they're moving back towards like athletes and stuff, which is fine. It's, you know, some great wrestlers have come out of that. But how do you hammer down any solid predictions? It's, it's wild. Who, who would have sat there three months ago and yet gone, yeah, Johnny Gargano, he'll be gone. You know, Adam Cole, another one. Um, it's smart of them to retain people like Tommaso Ciampa and Pete Dunne. And you need, I, I'm about to put Pete Dunne over as a veteran. He's like 27. <laughs> but, but you need people of that level of skill to lift people up. But then you look at these recent cuts and you look at William Regal and Timothy Thatcher and, and people like that. And you go, do they even have interest in that? Like they're letting go of people who could theoretically be used to elevate people behind the scenes and on screen. Um I think NXT 2.0's future is just a mulch, pretty much what it is now, really. A mulch of weird gimmicks that d don't, that aren't good. Like, a lot of them aren't good, let's be fair, uh, with some glimmers of promise. Braun Breaker, the Creed Brothers, name other people who Tony are good. Tony D'Angelo. Tony D, obviously. <laughs> crowbar. Crowbar and a pole crowbar match a pole. week. Yeah. Straight out of WCW. Here we go. <laughs> it's the WCW wrestler that's going to be on a, on a pole, actually. Crowbar. But, no, it, it's tough. I mean, honestly, just sit here and make a list of wacky gimmicks, and that yeah, that's what we, that's how you predict. And the more they go down this sort of next in line route, the more you're going to see that as yeah. well, because they're not established characters. They're not people who have tried out characters on the independent scene and figured out something that works for them, and then gone to WWE with this character that's kind of fully developed. Mm. They're brand new. They're going to be WWE cookie cutter wrestlers. They're just going to be in slightly different fuzzy dinosaur shapes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd take a dinosaur stable. <laughs> a dinosaur, a builder. Uh, <laughs> We've not had a good builder in a while. That's yeah, get a builder in. Building. Yeah. There you go. Building. <laughs> Shouts to Disco Inferno. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be 
big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Right, uh, before we get to uh, this week's hashtag bloody good quiz, um, We've got to talk about AEW's dream signing. They've obviously just signed Jake Atlas and wishing well in his recovery after that awful freak injury that he suffered on AEW Rampage's taping earlier on this week. But there's a lot of speculation about it. Tony Khan's put this out there uh, in one of his, you know, good ideas, not tweeting on New Year's Eve, <laughs> um, <laughs> about them having this dream signing. He's already already in North America. Is that right, Andy? That's what he said. That's right. That's right. Somebody who's North American based. Something along those lines. Who could it be? Uh, probably someone to manage Tony's Twitter account for him. <laughs> 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 that was that was just very silly. It was a very silly thing to do. Dumbest thing. Um, yeah, that, I mean, there's there's a big list of possibilities uh, that it could theoretically be. I mean, there's a chance it might be a non-wrestler as well. Yeah. Like yeah. A, a dream signing, like Tony's wrestling fandom goes all the way back, like deep eras. So it could be somebody like a Did Tully. he say this before Regal got, review, got released? He did, yeah. <laughs> yeah he did so. just before. But Regal would be like a really smart guy to bring in yeah. like behind the scenes. Um, I immediately go to like... When you, when you say the word dream, I don't necessarily think of just like the biggest names, so like your Braze or your Bronze, even though it could theoretically be one of them. When when a guy with a fandom as deep as Tony's says dream, I think someone who's like got years and years of history and, and, and is historically significant to the business, which is why I go to the non-wrestler thing. But I guess Jeff Hardy probably stands out first in that. Like, obviously, Jeff Hardy's not as tenured as... Tully Blanchard, who I just mentioned. <laughs> but, like, you know, he's been wrestling for the best part of 30 years, and he has the familial connection with mm. Matt and everything. Um, there are questions with Jeff Hardy, obviously, in his personal life at the moment, that um, a murky situation mm-hmm. that's best not dived into. But I'm sure it's something that AEW would have to address. But, like, him going there does kind of feel a bit inevitable to me, in a way, because he's probably not going back to WWE anytime soon, and he's got that 90-day non-compete clause but that audience, the AEW audience, will go nuts for Jeff Hardy, wouldn't mm. they? And that's the thing that stands out first. I mean, it could be the fiend, I guess. I say you've got yeah, this pool of, you know, free agents or people who are working for, for smaller wrestling companies, the the Adam Shares of the world, the the Keith Lees, exactly, exactly as we've talked about. It's, it, it's almost potentially anyone, this, isn't it? Yeah, and that's the thing with Tony as well and his history of hyping up debuts maybe a little <laughs> bit more than he maybe should. And, like, dream matches, quite big words, Tony. <laughs> it does get people's minds thinking. But, like you say, dream to him could just be someone he really likes. Yeah. It might not even be someone with massive history in the business. It might just be someone he's a fan of. Yeah. Like, you never know with Tony and how he words these things. 
Um, like dream for me right now, Johnny Gargano, 100%. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see Johnny Gargano there and go and just show exactly what he can be and not WWE's version of what Johnny Gargano became. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's it's so open at the minute. It could Yeah. I mean, it could be. If we're talking dream oh, signing. Don't do it. Don't do it. Could be. I mean, it really bugger up my prediction for the Royal Rumble, but... <laughs> Turn it up. Could be Sky too high. <laughs> it could be Sky too high. Well, he did it? just wrestle R- Joey Janela. And he's thinking he's got the connection. Yeah. Rikishi is also a free agent at the minute, and he mm-hmm. did say he's going to be doing some things with uh, Scotty too high. There was a photo of them hanging out, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah. yeah. So you could have a little bit of too cool. Maybe yeah. we wouldn't be allowed to use the too cool name. So like more the cool awesome. duo. <laughs> Quite cool. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Rick Ishii. <laughs> Rick Ishii. Tomohiro's brother. <laughs> And Scott the Hot. Oh. Uh, <laughs> That's very, it's very exciting. Please do let us know your picks. I've just realised, I was about to transition onto doing the quiz, and we've not talked about the most most important issue of the day, Andy Murray. Scotty Too Hot, you're coming to the UK. Well, that, <laughs> and also Shabbat's brain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shocking. So, uh, so, do you want to provide an update on this? Because a lot of people on social media seems to think that you believe this. Yeah, this is wild. <laughs> and also, the initial reaction of you saying Shabbat's brain and me laughing is probably not going to be a great yeah. bit to clip out. We need, so to, we we need, need the context. Yeah. All this. <laughs> the optics of that do need to be cleared up. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm trying to load the tweet, but my, I've got the spinny circle, boys. So, oh, no. I'm kind of hanging us out to dry here. But where is I it? can read the tweet too if you want. It's all good. I'm gonna. Oh, it showed up on my screen, and I've then got I just it. I, I just cleared it off. Here it is. Here it is. Yeah, you got it. I've got it too. Right. So, um, Dave's had Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer, and I'm well aware that I'm feeding the trolls here, but it's just funny. It's funny. <laughs> he's he's had a week when it comes to Katsuyori Shibata. That's one way of saying it. <laughs> he yeah. certainly had a week with Sky, who of course Shibata wrestled his first proper full contact match at the Tokyo Dome in like four and a half years or whatever since the horrible brain injury against. Uh, Okada in 2017 mm. where it was like you have like an 18% chance of surviving this yeah. and he survived Horrible. and he come back and it's very emotional and it's awesome and it's cool and it's everything else the gimmick at Wrestle Kingdom was that it was going to be a grappling match it was going to be a catch rules match but uh, Shibata grabbed the microphone before the match just before the bell and went hey no we're going to have a proper match let's go gets everyone fired up the commentators Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton are going oh he's gone into business for himself blah, blah, blah. and they say it so much that it's clearly yes. kayfabe. It's yeah. part of the story. Dave reported earlier this week that uh, Katsuyori Shibata had gone into business for himself. So we had that little moment there. Now I'm going to read you. <laughs> oh my God. Buckle in everyone if you've not heard I'm going to read you an ex- excerpt from this week's Wrestling Observer newsletter, which describes the uh, procedure, the brain procedure <laughs> that Shibata went through in 2017 and remember this is a very serious life or death situation for this guy if you're not if you're not off driving or operating ho- heavy machinery i'd appreciate <laughs> if you shut your eyes for this to really give yourself that yeah. visual yeah uh, bear in mind okay no i'll just read it but shibata's return is an amazing story because he had brain surgery and was very close to death after his match uh, after his april 2017 match with okada where he delivered a sick headbutt and ended up with bleeding on his brain and needing emergency surgery to save his life they had to remove his brain during surgery and put it back in. At the time, doctor said there was no way he would possibly ever wrestle again. He's My re- favourite bit of all that is he has to caveat it by saying, and put it back in. <laughs> Earnestly. What has he been watching? Like, sort of half falling asleep to, like, face off? And he's like, take the face off. So I get the brain out as well. I, t- I tweeted this. I tweeted a screenshot of this. 
And I said, oh, this, uh, in other words, this, this sounds fun. And people thought I believed it. <laughs> <laughs> like, as if you can take, take out you can, you can remove the guy's skull, right? Just take that off, unscrew yeah. it or whatever. Like Put a little plaster on it to stop the bleeding. <laughs> like you man out of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You just take it out like it's a piece of Lego. <laughs> Put it on the table and then just have a little rake around, reconnect a few wires, yeah. put it back in. You, I think you, what you do is you, you take the brain out and you sort of swill out the, the <laughs> skull, clean it all up, yeah. plonk it back in, make sure it's right way right around, and then shut the, shut, shut the lid. <laughs> <laughs> make sure the hinges are okay. What a bewildering thing for the preeminent wrestling journalist of our times. <laughs> To, to publish in his newsletter. This is, is Meltz's uh, year, I think. I think. I'll, I'll just read that again. Goes, yeah, I, think I think you might be done with that, brother. I'll just read that again in case anyone missed it. They had to remove his brain during surgery <laughs> and put it back in. And put it back in. That was... Uh, that was... That was hey, at awesome. least they put it back in. At least there's that. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I so. wish they put it back in. I tell day. you what. I wish they put it back in the day before he nearly went six stars for the fucking <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom matches. I tell you what. There's no way uh, I'm I'm gonna like read any of these jokes, but there are some very funny jokes in my mentions <laughs> yeah, based, go on, go on based around tweets. other based around other wrestlers and maybe <laughs> maybe not being very intelligent. But you should read. They're very good. So have a look at that tweet on my profile. But uh, let, just in case there's any shadow of a doubt. He did not have his brain removed, guys. <laughs> I shouldn't he, have to well, say that. He didn't have his brain removed and put back in. <laughs> yeah. Just to clarify <laughs> there. Clarify. Right, anyway. Enough of all that. It's now time for a... Bloody good quiz. And this week's quiz is brought to you by JB1291. If you want your name associated with the hashtag bloody good quiz, all you need to do, subscribe to What Culture Wrestling and leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. I believe you can do that on Spotify now. And uh, I'll read you a little note that you send us with it. Jay writes, for the first time... Oh, sorry, from the first time I heard the Dadleys express their admiration for Bret Hart, I knew I found the best wrestling podcast worldwide. Seriously, though, from the amazing insight of the Michaels, guess where this is going, <laughs> to the genuinely hilarious and sometimes problematic impressions from Wilbur <laughs> uh, and all the other great members of the team, special shout-out to you, Phil. Hey. Uh, this podcast has everything any wrestling fan can ask for. I also wanted to send a thank you to Sidgwick for my signed copy of Becoming All Elite. I don't use Twitter because it's terrible. <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair. Smart. Yeah. And I didn't want to message your personal Instagram, so here's the best place to say thank you. Happy holidays to all of you. Same to you, Jay. That is uh, a man who has not had his brain removed. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I'll pass that message on to Sidgwick, of course. But thank you. That. Thank you for that, Jay. He's had enough compliments. Yeah, he doesn't need any more. Can you guess what this week's quiz is about? Wrestlers who've had their brains removed. I wish. <laughs> Krang. Krang. <laughs> Well, Andy Murray, <laughs> it actually relates to something that you and I dealt with earlier on this week on the news. Can you remember the girl who farts in jars for a living? <laughs> I, I can. I can because there's been a new development in that story. <gasps> yes. There's been a new, so after yes. being <laughs> hospitalised <laughs> for selling farts in jars, which is good pay if you oh, can get it. There's a lot of straining. As as a way of still monetizing farts in jars without having to produce farts in jars and therefore going to hospital, there must have been some pretty mean farts. <laughs> She's now selling them as NFTs. So. I, that, that makes yeah. me, that confuses me about NFTs even more. We still yeah. don't know what they are. I, I don't know. want to. Nasty 
fungus toenail, yeah. I, I think. That's well, basically, we were talking about this, and John Silver brought our attention to the fart lady because he tweeted saying that he would never do something like that just because it's... Your attention was already on the fart lady. Too Come dangerous. On. <laughs> you didn't need John Silver for that. He was so filling I, out that order form when the story broke. So I was this close to writing a quiz about William Regal, and then I found out loads of dub, weird WWE merch that we could talk about instead. So okay. we'll, save, we'll save the Regal quiz uh, for when he makes a triumphant return, no doubt. So instead, yeah, we're going to do 10 questions about... Weird WWE merch. Love it. Mm, farts. You own any of this? What's the weird, any weird merch that we've got? We've got some in the office, I've I suppose. We've got some in the office. Yeah. I don't know if I own anything particularly weird. We've got the little... Uh, because some of the action figure things we have are weird, like the thumb and the bum, thumb and the bum, and the bum. But we oh, also the, have um, Billy, Billy Gunn, Gunn that sweats. Gunn yeah, the sweaty Billy Gunn. That's that was I was looking around for some lists, obviously, some, some ideas for like top 20 weirdest things, and that was on it. Yeah. The yeah. sweat. Because... Uh, what? <laughs> what's the what's the selling point there? He sweats. He sweats. Hey kids, you want a sweaty man? It's like it's that that when they used to sell the babies that yeah. be like, oh, do you want a baby? Baby toy? really poops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Here, <Yeah>, child, <laughs> covered in fake pish. Uh, this is what I had to do for you. <laughs> How are you doing to this? <laughs> it's just training yourself for later life. Yeah, it? exactly. Uh, right, so 10 questions about weird WWE okay. merch. Uh, usual rule, shout your name, wait for me to compute, multiple choice. Uh, and it's just for fun, as always, just hey. for fun. Uh, question number one. <laughs> oh, number one. Question number one. Which WWE wrestler had a set of themed garden gnomes? <laughs> <laughs> Google it after this. Google it. Was it CM Punk, Triple H, John Cena, or Randy Orton? Bill, I'm pretty sure I've seen these. I think it's Cena. No, dear, it's not that's Cena. Wrong. It's not the ones I've seen. Maybe, maybe he did. Oh, Again, this is always what I've written. Well, now. yeah, that's true. Uh, Punk, Triple H, or Orton? Who's got a set of themed garden gnomes? None of those guys seem like the kind of guys who would stand for this nonsense. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to get the picture up ready for you. I'm going to say the, the 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 person the out of those three people, I think the person who gives the fewest S H I T S is Randy Orton. So I'm going with him. No, dear, that's oh, wrong. Can it, I've, I've just had this vision in my head, and I really, really, really want this to be true now. But Triple H as a little garden gnome with a shovel, and like another <gasps> one with him with a wheelbarrow, would just be perfect. No, dear, that's wrong. <laughs> CM Punk. It's garden CM gnomes. Punk garden gnomes, ladies and gentlemen. He's <laughs> on a little bench that says "best in the world." Of all the people, CM Punk. Oh and God. there's GTS Punk. There's Best in the world, punk. And then there's just uh, all the punks that they uh, just went out oh, of bollocks, just chuck any black stuff on a, on a wrestler. Uh, right, speaking of Randy Orton, though, uh, question number two. WWE once released a Christmas T-shirt featuring Randy Orton RKOing who or what? Was it Santa Claus, The Grinch, A Snowman, or Rudolph. Oh, <laughs> oh, good. Archeo and a, a reindeer. Archeo and a reindeer. Could be Andy, off. Rudolph. You really want this to be true, don't yeah, you? Yeah, it's wrong, but I really want it to be true. No, dear, that's wrong. See, Santa seems too easy. That's like the logical one. Santa the Grinch or a snowman? The Grinch. What year was this? Was he heel or face? That's what I want to know. Matter, does it doesn't <laughs> Ah, I'm going to go with the Grinch because RKO in Santa just seems a bit harsh. Although they did run him over once, so who knows? That's true. 
No, dear, oh. that's wrong. Oh. It was a snowman. Oh, it was a snowman. With the, with the caption. <laughs> oh, there is, a John, there is Cena. a John Cena. Oh. Oh. It wasn't going crazy. He <laughs> uh, was uh, okay on a snowman with the, the phrase, out of snowhere. Oh. Right. Okay. I think, right. or what came uh, first RKO, there. Uh, uh, yep. Good. Okay. <laughs> Guys, I've just found uh, the three faces of Foley as garden gnomes. <laughs> that now, is actually quite now I, I really need to know where to buy these from. <laughs> it would scare your chickens. <laughs> uh, question three. What was special about a Daniel Bryan cap WWE once sold? Is it it had goat's horns? <laughs> it featured a, blut- a button that played the yes chant? It was made from hemp. Or it had a beard cap brim. A block oh. what? Brim of the cap was a beard. That would be really hazardous. Imagine uh. that. <laughs> Walking around with beards in your ears. Phil, why not? See, I don't think it's the button. The hemp thing, he definitely had organic t-shirts. I don't know if that extended to hats. But I think it's madder than that. And I'm going to go, uh, it's either horns or beard. It's got to be... Uh, Beard, beard rim. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get another. I'm going to find another picture on this podcast because <laughs> visual merits, gags for the audio. It merits Daniel Bryan beard cap. Here it is, Andy Murray. There you go. Oh, wow! Wow! <laughs> oh, I dread to think what that's made out of. Yeah, that's not as bad as I thought it was. I thought it was going to be like just like a curtain of hair, <laughs> yeah. so you couldn't see anything. You but... just look like cousin it wearing a beard. Yeah, but I'm going to say that if you wore that, you're a pervert, regardless. <laughs> okay. You're a weird guy. Tweet us your pictures of you wearing your Daniel Bryan beard caps. <laughs> uh, question number four. Um, <laughs> what's the best place at that WWE sells? Correct answer, Punjabi prison. So, <laughs> how much is a WWE Punjabi prison playset going for on eBay right now? Ooh. Is it £15, £35, £55, or £75? Has it been opened? It has been opened. I don't think it comes in the box. I think it might come ready-made now. All of those are lower than I thought you were going to say. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Is that because we were looking at the belts earlier that were yeah. £1,400? Well, uh, Andy's 75 No, dear. Gosh, it's a bargain. It's a bargain. It is? So 15 30 or 45 or what was it? 15 35 or 55 uh, I'm going to go with 35 Why not? No, dear. That's uh, wrong. Split the difference. It's fifty-five ah. pounds. So if you want to club ah. in, you know, and get it for the office. I'm saving up for my uh, three faces of Foley Garden known, mm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think you'll get this next one. One nil to fill so far. Question number five. Don't jump in early here, by the <laughs> way. What does the APA in APA's Bar and Grill stand for? Is it Acolytes Protection Agency? Always pounding ass. <laughs> <laughs> Anti-Penguin Association or Arrive Pop Arrivederci. (laughs) (laughs) Phil, it'd be weird if it was Acolyte Protection Agency and he's just gone up and written some other ones. So I'm going to go with Always Pounding Ass. Yay! Yay. They're always pounding ass at the bar and grill. you got to pound that ass. (laughs) Especially at a bar and grill. Where else are you going to pound some ass? (laughs) You've written that on a (laughs) t-shirt. What would you like for Christmas, Timmy? On a pounding ass. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking ass. Okay. 
Halfway through, 2-0 to Phil. Still time to get back in this, Andy. This <laughs> no, I don't. There's still some great questions to come. Which WWE gimmick character once got their own piggy bank merch? This is a piggy bank that's dressed like the character, okay? Please don't say Mickey James. I, I was I was just going to chime oh, in. God, no. <laughs> Thankfully country, not. Uh, Eugene? Oh, my God. Santino Marella? The Funkasaurus? <laughs> or Tyler Breeze? <laughs> <laughs> One of them got their own themed piggy bank Andy. for sale. Uh, he seems like the kind of guy, that, given his recent dalliances, that doesn't trust their banks. So I'm going with the Funkasaurus, bro, just clay. I was going to go. Yes! He keeps his money under a mattress. <laughs> he's got a chain. The has got a chain on a red, red velour tracksuit or some bollocks. Love Tremendous. it. Okay, uh, that's 2-1. Question seven. What was the name of Stone Cold Steve Austin's cologne that WWE sold? Ooh. Was it Venom? Stunner, hell yeah, or 316? I was hoping for like, ooh to hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, why not? Ah, see, I, I immediately went off Venom because it seems a bit weird, but then it seems like a weird one for Wilbon to make up. So I'm going to go with Venom. It's very well worked Yay! out. Yeah. He is a rattlesnake, yes. remember? He, and you yep. definitely want to smell like venom. Yeah, <laughs> I love smelling like snakes. <laughs> I want to pound some ass and smell like venom. I think I saw someone, it was either this one or the you know generic WWF cologne that they sold. Someone said they sprayed it on a note for a girl that they fancied at school, and the girl said, if you smell like that, I'm never coming near you. <laughs> <laughs> she, she immediately asked her mom and dad to file a restraining order. <laughs> uh, right, I think that's 3-1, is that? Yeah, I think, I think so. so. <laughs> okay, question eight. Huh. Who does not have a baby grow for sale on <laughs> WWE Shop UK the fiend. right now? Is it? There's three of these are there. Triple H, Randy Orton, Hulk Hogan, or the Ultimate Warrior? Three of those have got baby grows on for sale at WWE Shop. I mean, the last two, if I was if I was having a baby, I wouldn't want them to grow up like... Absolutely Yeah. So I mean, even Randy Orton's a little bit. Who's the other one? Triple H. Triple H is the other one. Phil. I... Uh, see, baby grows are aimed at the parents, and you've got to think when they might have been watching. I can kind of probably see that being Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior one, maybe. I'm going to say Triple H. Yay! <laughs> How is there not a Triple H one? I, I literally know. wrote "Time to Change the Nappy." <laughs> <laughs> would, it, would it have like some of his imagery is a bit dodgy for? Would it have like an Iron Cross on it? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, to be fair, Randy Orton's has the word "diaper killer" written on it. So. <laughs> oh God, baby! <laughs> All right, final, final couple of questions. Uh, what was the raw attitude, that is the name of the product, energy drink powered by? So it says raw attitude powered by, and it's wow. something energy, okay? Piss. Was it powered by ruthless energy? Y2 energy? <laughs> 316 energy? Or Socko energy? Ruthless. Oh, my. Andy, ruthless. 
No, dear. That's what? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> they are. They're all so bad. <laughs> Why do energy? Yeah. It's hilarious. Can't be that. What was three? Three sixteen. Be Socko energy. It's gotta be three sixteen. Surely. Three sixteen. Yeah. It's cool. No, dear, that's wrong. Is it Y2 energy? No, I was really uh, proud of coming <laughs> on that one. Socko, Socko energy. energy. Now, I don't know if that's them just saying, oh, just make us some bollocks. And then put <laughs> also, why would you want energy from Socko? Particularly yeah, where of it's all been. the things. In or whether yeah. it's just coincidentally a company that makes energy drinks called Socko, and they're like, we'll get with them. I was really proud of Y2 energy. Y2 energy is good. That might be my best work this year so far. Might be my, <laughs> God, this this quiz might be my best work this year at the end of the year. So, final question. <laughs> they've done some crap, haven't they? <laughs> final question. Uh, I was looking at John Morrison t shirt. Like, I'm going to eat your sandwich or whatever it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's this? Uh, final question. Uh, you may have seen that I lost a lot of my afternoon looking on WWE Shop, so I thought I'd make it useful at least. <laughs> I want to know which of these items currently on sale at WWE Shop costs least okay okay we've seen the belts that cost thousands of yep. pounds but which of these cost the least is it bronson reed nxt championship side plates oh coincidentally uh we got an interview with bronson reed coming out tomorrow uh now known of course as jonah um andrew pollard said and ch- chat with him ahead of impacts hard to kill pay-per-view this weekend is it him? Anyway, him, <laughs> <laughs> that may have been put in just. <laughs> so was it Bronson Reed? That one? <laughs> Bronson Reed's NXT Championship side plates. Was it Naomi's neon yellow sunglasses? Was it a Street Profits reusable party cup? <laughs> or was it? It's just a red plastic cup. <laughs> <laughs> or was it? A Braun Strowman, the monster of all monsters, throw pillow. They've done off some tat. Oh, Jesus, Fenton. You can also get a branded hand sanitizer, like 24 7 oh championship God, hand sanitizer, but that was like a quid. Who's so. ever bought that? You can buy a four pack. <laughs> <laughs> you want. Or a set of six baubles with uh, five people who don't work in NXT anymore. <laughs> For a variety of reasons. Some have gone to the main roster, some have been released, some have been cancelled. Hang <laughs> uh, up on the tree, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, why not? Uh, the throw pillow. At seven pounds. No, dear, that's wrong. So we've got the side plates. Side plates. Again, might have just put that in, so I'm going to plug them in. The neon yellow sunglasses of Naomi's. Or a Street Profits reusable party cup. Cup seems too obvious. Yeah, that's I, what I thought. I could buy a cup from Tesco for 50p, write Street Profits on it, and that would be yeah. it. I'll well, write nothing on it, and then it's the same cup they use. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can just have it. It's a, even more authentic. You can just decant <laughs> fluid into it and have a nice drink. Uh, sunglasses. So I can tell you, uh, Bronson Reed's NXT Championship side plates go for a hefty £28. Pounds. Oof. Imagine buying that. They're on the clearance, bill. but oh, of yeah, course. Yeah. The throw pillow, as I said, was seven pounds. Mm-hmm. The reusable Street Brothers party cup was five pounds <laughs> for one red plastic cup <laughs> with the word Street Profits. Man, the markup on them. Oh. So when, I assume they're just firing red cups when they come out, but yeah. if not, 
That is probably one of those. That's expensive than a big pyro display. <laughs> big pyro Make sure you collect them afterwards. Worth five pounds each. I can tell you. Cheaper than my watch. That Naomi's neon yellow sunglasses cost £4.20. Which means, Andy Murray, you are correct. Honestly, don't go on WWE Shop. You will lose the day. I genuinely love, like, every couple of months, I'll just go onto WWE Shop and just see what's new because it's mental. I feel bad. Absolutely goddamn mental. I feel bad saying this because it literally has been Adam Cleary's birthday this week <laughs> and he would therefore miss out on it. But I used to love the game we'd play in the What Culture Office. I did also love this game. The week of someone's birthday, we'd go, What's the worst thing? What's the, the worst cheapest and worst T-shirt we can find? So you you got a, you got a crater T-shirt, which we, wasn't that bad. That we ended up with about four of those somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so they kept ITV in their caring, looking after world of sport wage. Went, Someone wanted some merch. <laughs> <laughs> Have twelve. <laughs> so we've got, yeah, we got about ten crater T-shirts in the office. Crater. Uh, um, uh, clearly, because he talked about wearing this when he went to get his booster jab, I think. Yeah. Still got his horrific Natalia t-shirt. The cat power or whatever it says. I but can't my, remember what it says. My favourite one that we got, I think, was those horrible Hounds of Justice t-shirt oh, that we got to Nicholas. Incredible. A man who would not be seen dead in it. <laughs> I guarantee he hasn't worn that once. I don't think he took that home just in case someone broke in, went into his wardrobe and went, style, style, style. What the f*** this? He wouldn't even use that to clean his dishes, would he? <laughs> I reckon we need to find out who's got the next birthday in the office so we can get them a John Moxley bitch AF t-shirt. <laughs> or an always pounding ass t-shirt. Oh, <laughs> always. Although you know what your problem is, yeah. You're always pounding ass. <laughs> Redeem it, D's nuts. Right, well, congratulations, oh, Phil Chambers. You are the winner of this week's quiz. Please do let us know how you got on uh, in the in on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Shout out to JB1291. Uh, for being associated with this week's hashtag really good quiz, you can do the same by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. And as I mentioned during the quiz, please do check out that fantastic interview uh, from Andrew Pollard with the uh, former Bronson Reed, now Jonah, uh, ahead of his match at Impact Wrestling's Hard to Kill show. I don't know if he's called a premium live event over there or not <laughs> this weekend. Uh, Phil, where can people find you on Twitter? At Phil My Chambers, where I will be pounding ass, I can promise. <laughs> you can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. Uh, H stands for, hey, no, you, you can't remove a brain. <laughs> you can follow me at Adam Wilmot. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Thanks to Phil, thanks to Andy. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you soon. WrestleCulture is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Wrestling! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.